Since this is a longer chapter, I've split it into two parts. This is chapter 33b, Breaths Between Battles. interesting, is it not? The trickster asked vaguely, stroking his chin and looking bemused. Oddly the word I'd use for it, the ranger demigod answered sadly. You agreed to it, Gwerin, the trickster said. I didn't expect. I know what you expected. It's what we always expect. It's what they expected of us when we were, uh, mortal? Gwerin gave a half-smile. I had hoped. We all do, the trickster said with an understanding nod. Perhaps it's cruel? The ranger wondered aloud. Yes, well, it's definitely cruel, the trickster agreed. But that doesn't mean it's not necessary. She can be very strong, the ranger reflected. Despite everything, the trickster didn't answer. I wish I could do more, Berevar. Berevar glanced at the ranger's smooth features and put a hand on their shoulder. There are laws, friend. Then he squeezed the shoulder with a twitch of a smile. But, oh, how I do love to break them. With a flash and a flutter of his black cloak, the trickster was gone, probably to check on his ward. They were connected, though they didn't know it yet. They had crossed paths once, briefly. Perhaps now they would never meet. It was so often that way with fate. Guerin watched sadly as the cultists overtook the ogres. The stone giants were falling to their demise, and souls shot into mist as each creature on both sides expired. Shale's companions were losing. Deep below the bowels of the earth, Guerin heard the pleased rumble of Tiamat and felt dread at the coming storm. Fall back! Ozerin shouted to Philip, dragging Shale's body unceremoniously down the tower stairs as three wyverns landed atop the tower, Resmir in the lead. Reverence had fallen, and Philip had to run to grab him. Keelan and Whisper had transported across the courtyard and were fighting with the stone giants. But there was no way for the rest of them to get through the chaos. They were separated, surrounded, and losing ground. The battle, loud as it was, seemed to grow quieter every passing second despite the thundering storm overhead. The dragon had flown off for the moment, and Ozerin was desperate to get away from its icy breath. Ozerin summoned his blade as he heard someone coming down the stairs, but saw, to his relief, that it was Philip and the newly restored reverence. They both looked seriously injured. Philip, who was usually so put together, was now in complete disarray. They're coming, the druid panted, turning at the base of the stairs in preparation. We've got a chance. A familiar, magically enhanced voice echoed over the courtyard. I'm bringing the castle down. Balglockthus. Philip grinned in relief. It was only then that Ozerin really noticed how Reverence looked. The tiefling's orange skin had gone extremely pale, and there were black tendrils following his veins, crawling up his neck and down his exposed arms. His eyes seemed darker too, and there was something about... Crash! The stone rumbled, and they all glanced up, ready for a fight. Shale, is she? Philip asked uncertainly. I don't know. 
Ozerin said, glancing down at the dark-skinned ranger at his feet, still keeping an eye on the stairs, knowing that at any second Resmir and the cultists would come streaming down. He bent to administer a healing potion to Shale. Then Resmir appeared, a cruel smile on her dragon-featured face beneath the black mask. You can run no more, she said, summoning her greatsword in a flash. Kill them, she ordered, and the two cultists ran ahead of her. Ozerin raised his sword, Reverence threw up his fists, and Philip backed up, ready to transform. With a gasp, Shale awoke as the healing potion hit and saw they were surrounded. She scrambled to her feet. She tried to reach for her blades, but she wasn't quick enough. Resmir saw the opportunity, and while the rest were distracted by her minions, slammed a large fist into her chest. Shale flew back, and her head cracked against the stone wall. A moment later, Philip was knocked down, his skin turning ashen as the necrotic energy of the blow took hold. Whisper stood apart from Keelan. The paladin was slashing at two drakes while the second of the stone giants was overtaken by cultists. The tabaxi darted behind a doorway, shooting fire at the enemies who came too close. A voice in his head spoke in a harsh, rattling gasp. You can't do this alone. Release me. Whisper fought to suppress the rage boiling within. No, the tabaxi hissed, shooting another firebolt from his paw, killing one of the drakes. Keelan turned and gave him a nod of appreciation as he beheaded the second drake. There was a rumble. The white dragon appeared again and landed on the wall. A thick bolt of lightning cracked and hit the dragon, and they heard a triumphant cry from Belgloxus Tower. The dragon roared. This is your only chance, the voice warned, and the overwhelming presence threatened to take over his mind. Whisper hissed again. No. It pushed. He felt the heat rise in his chest, and suddenly his ruby eye glowed red. Without understanding where his body was taking him, the tabaxi leapt, four-legged from the doorway, and streaked after Keelan. Giant flaming wings erupted from his back and took him into the air. He leapt over Keelan and dropped in front of the paladin, his paws flaring into white flames as he incinerated two cultists. You have wings? Keelan asked, sounding impressed. Then he took a startled step back as Whisper turned his glowing ruby eye on the paladin, and the madness threatened to overtake him. Whisper, Keelan said uncertainly. Let me in, the voice insisted. Ozerin blocked Resmir's sword as it came down on his. The blade shuddered before he pushed her back. The half-dragon snarled as she circled him. You're the one, she said in a dangerously low voice, then stepped in for another attack. Ozerin parried and jumped over Philip's body, shifting back to the stairs. The other two cultists were trying to surround Reverence, who was barely on his feet but taunting them. Fight me, cowards, the tiefling said, ducking under one of their angry slashes with a wicked grin. Resmir and Ozerin's blades caught each other again, and Ozerin felt a flash of pain and stumbled back, momentarily stunned by the feel of the blades revolting against each other. He looked up and saw Resmir had stumbled as well, looking pained. I knew they would send someone to kill me, she sneered darkly. Ozerin gripped the greatsword in both hands and stood a little straighter. That's what happens when you're not worthy to wield that blade. Resmir's grin turned into a grimace. I chose to serve the stronger god. Your queen is weak, she spat. Let me show you the power of mine. She raised her sword and jumped at him, and the blades collided again. 
Whisper and Keelan both turned as a wyvern landed in front of them, screeching. The rider held up an orb, ready to strike, and they both managed to jump out of the way. Keelan brought his blade around and slashed at the wyvern's neck. Whisper felt the strength of his mind ebbing as he backed away. Ozerin fell back, grabbing at his chest where a fresh gash had sprouted. Resmir stood over him. I told you she was weak, the half-dragon said, plunging the sword down. Ozerin barely rolled out of the way as the sword scraped against stone. Breathing heavily, he glanced over to reverence. The tiefling was just managing to keep the cultist occupied. He saw Philip stir, and one of the cultists turned to the druid's body and said, Stay down. The man thrust his sword into Philip's chest, and they all watched as the half-elf shuddered and died. Bastard! Reverence roared, striking. Ozerin turned back just in time to see Resmir's greatsword crashing down on him for a second blow. Philip felt a lurch as he left his body, a dull ache in his chest. There was a soaring sensation in the darkness, and suddenly he was looking into a pool of light. He glanced around, rubbing his chest. He felt something heavy drop into his hand, smooth like a stone. It was familiar. Don't leave me, Philip. A woman cried in agony, the face bright. He felt a horrible pain, too. It was as though someone was cutting out his heart. He screamed out, gasping, but no air would come to his lungs. His head burned and he felt the stone in his hand shatter into a thousand pieces. Don't die, the sprite screamed. Take some of my life, Philip. Philip screamed too and felt a horribly cold sensation as his soul was thrust back into his body. He sat up with a gasp. His body was glowing. He looked down at his hands, which had been bleeding before, and were now fully restored. The drifting memory of the face bright passed through him, as he heard the dying echo of her voice. And he looked up to see Resmir standing over Ozerin's body. Next to him lay Shale. Reverence was barely on his feet, panting heavily as the inky blackness spread over his skin. Philip got to his feet and said, Not today, bitch. Resmir turned as he conjured a healing spirit over his friends, then turned on the spot and howled. The druid direwolf pounced. Reverence turned in surprise at seeing his friend alive and sent a stunning blow at the half-dragon, whose body went rigid only for a second before her mask glowed and she broke out. The direwolf's teeth wrapped around her bracer and forced her to drop her sword. Whisper's hackles raised, the flaming wings on his back quivering and bending to his side. Keelan backed up another step and held up his shield defensively. Whisper was readying to pounce. Bad cat, the paladin reprimanded, his sword dripping with the blood of the wyvern he'd just beheaded. But Whisper only saw enemies. He bent, his whole body wriggling in anticipation. The white dragon flew down and landed in the courtyard, shaking the ground and released a mouthful of freezing air. Whisper turned to it and absorbed the ice, but when the tabaxi turned back, he saw Keelan had been hit with the full brunt of it. The paladin was frozen solid. Resmir threw up her darkness spell, and the tower room was suddenly gone. Philip and Reverence shouted at each other, and the cultists shouted their confusion. Kill them! Resmir screamed, not for the first time. The men were scrambling through the darkness, trying to find their enemies. Meanwhile, Reverence and Philip looked for the stairs. 
Shale awoke in darkness and confusion and saw above her the floating healing spirit that Philip had cast. With a pained gasp, she got to her feet and tried to make sense of her surroundings. Whisper turned his rage on the dragon and shot it with a firebolt. At the same moment, another crack of lightning shot down from the storming clouds in the courtyard and struck the dragon. It roared angrily, and with a cold puff of air, jumped a hundred feet across the dark courtyard and crawled into the caverns below. The dragon was done with the fight. Whisper's flaming wings unfurled as he turned on the spot, looking for the next enemy. Shale could hear Resmir. She drew her swords and slashed at the half-dragon and felt both blades hit solid flesh. Resmir grunted and Shale heard, rather than saw, the sweeping greatsword as it came whistling through the air. She ducked swiftly and rolled away. When she got to her feet, she wasn't sure which way to turn. Then, Resmir shouted in a pained voice, Upstairs! Get upstairs! There was a clamoring and some more pained noises as, with difficulty, they made for the stairs. Shale tripped over something and felt a body, Ozerin's body. She shook him. Ozerin, she whispered. Philip, she called in the darkness. Then the darkness dropped. The room was empty except for the two of them, but Philip's healing spirit was still hovering across the room. With effort, Shale dragged Ozerin beneath it and saw the gash on his chest slowly knit together, leaving only the crack in the armor. His eyes fluttered open and assured that he was okay, she ran for the stairs after Resmir. Resmir and the two cultists were running to mount their wyverns, but Reverence was trying to stun Resmir's beast while flitting around, avoiding its stinger. The tiefling had learned once what one of the stinger tails could do and was careful to avoid it a second time. Philip, in his direwolf form, pounced and knocked over one of the cultists. The man screamed as the direwolf's jaw locked around his throat, and he died in gargling gasps. Shale stood at the top of the stairs and shot an arrow which lodged itself into the other cultist's calf as he tried to climb onto his saddle. The man slipped. Whisper shook his head, desperate to clear it. The entity inside his brain was pushing against the bars. If he could only just shut it away, he might be able to banish it for good. His ruby eye was dimming as the tabaxi growled aloud. No, I'm the master. He turned and shot bolts of fire at a cultist who just landed in the courtyard with his wyvern. The man fell and Whisper ran to mount the wyvern. The creature screeched angrily at him and whipped its neck around to attack. Be at peace, sister, Whisper said to it in Draconic, which seemed to soothe the beast. Quickly, he leapt onto its back and slid into the saddle, tightening his legs around its scaly sides. Ozerin ran up the stairs next to Shale and shot green fire at Resmir. Don't let her get away, he shouted angrily. The half-dragon grinned as she ducked under the shots and dug her heels into the wyvern which unfurled its wings and readied itself to spring into the air. The direwolf bit into its leg with a snarl. It screeched and stumbled back and struck out with its tail. Philip was batted aside. Reverence was sprinting toward her, and Resmir hit him with a ball of acid and threw him back. Black shadowy tendrils like the ones on Reverence's skin drew up from the ground and raised Reverence to his feet. The tiefling's eyes were very dark now, and Shale could feel something undead crawling inside him. She shot another arrow at Resmir, who knocked it aside with her steel bracer. This time, unimpeded, the wyvern sprang up and took to the air. Ozerin continued to shoot green fire angrily at her as she escaped. The black tendrils shot from reverence and wrapped around the wyvern's legs, dragging it back as it struggled against the strain. 
The tiefling threw up his hands and a roaring ball of fire flew from them and hit Resmir squarely in the back. There was a moment where it seemed the fire had done nothing. Then the flames erupted over her, and with a horrible, bellowing scream, the black half-dragon slumped dead in her wyvern saddle, then slid off its back and slammed into the ground thirty feet below. Shale and Ozerin ran to the wall and looked over, seeing Resmir dead. Then the tendrils let go of the wyvern, which careened toward the ground, and Reverence fell to his knees in exhaustion. It's done, he said wearily. The other two wyverns took off, their master dead on the tower. Shale ran to Philip, whose unconscious form had turned back into a half-elf. She searched through his robes for a healing potion. She poured it down his throat, but it seemed to have no effect. Philip? She shook him. Felt for his heart. Felt it was still beating, but faintly. Behind her there was a loud screech and Shale felt a sudden pain and fell to the stonework, unconscious again. Ozerin shot down the wyvern that had appeared over the tower and spiked Shale with its stinger. He shot it down with green fire and it died on impact with the ground. Another flew past a second later, towards Reverence, the rider atop it brandishing a white orb. Ozerin summoned his blade again and the steel ignited in green flame. The wyvern landed on the tower and both it and the rider focused on the tiefling. At the same moment, Ozerin struck the wyvern with an exploding boom, and the wyvern snapped at Reverence, grasping onto the tiefling's tail and whipping him around violently. It screeched and threw the tiefling as though he were nothing, turning its face now on Ozerin, who shot the rider with an eldritch blast and killed him instantly. The wyvern, seeing the flaming blade, screeched angrily and flew up, disappearing into the storming clouds. Ozerin breathed in the moment of relief, then ran to his unconscious companions. Whisper slipped from the saddle of the wyvern and found himself kneeling on the ground. He frantically ripped the spellbook out of his bag and opened the pages. He could feel the entity, feel it like it was pounding against his skull. He tried to stuff it into the book. This is where you came from, the wizard panted. Now go back. He could feel the entity lashing out, fighting against him. Will struggled against Will, and Whisper felt it threatening to overtake him. No! He said it in Draconic. The soul slithered into his mind, and his vision was tinged with red. A moment later, he felt two large paws gripping his. He looked down. The paws were black, with glittering golden claws. The ethereal form raised in front of him. The black tabaxi looked at the tiger-striped one, with a glimmer in its eyes. Its ears were tattered and clamped with silver and gold earrings. It had a rough, scarred look about it. Whisper, it said. Hushed words of hate. Whisper. Quiet secrets and lies. Whisper. Soft sound before the kill. This is not you. The spirit faded as the entity pushed back, stronger than ever. He felt the paws leave his. One paw touched his forehead. Breath. Whisper. Whisper wind that rustles grass. Whisper. Soft breath of life. Whisper. Mary's song of leaves. This is you. Remember you. He tried to hold on to that voice, but he was slipping. The figure faded, and the spellbook burst into flames. Whisper's vision turned wholly red as he lost himself. Keelan! The tabaxi shouted as pain shot through his head. He wasn't sure if the paladin was still frozen or not. The corpses of cultists, ogres, giants, and the black half-dragon littered the castle grounds, as a thunderous storm continued to rumble overhead. The castle was now making its steep descent toward the ground far below. 
and Whisper was lost to the will of the entity inside him. Listening to Wings of Chaos, written by Alexis Fienendahl and based on the Horde of the Dragon Queen D&D campaign. For more stories by me, visit my website, linked in the show notes.